Hello and good day everyone. Uh, this is Vijay. This is uh, the next episode of our uh, Let's Talk Healthcare uh, podcast. First of all, even before I begin, let me give a disclaimer that this is not going to be an epic like our last uh, episode which lasted more than 50 minutes. Okay. this is basically not a conversation i am just going to be the one who is talking i am going to be talking about uh, the new telemedicine guidelines that have been released by the medical council of india or the board of governors which have replaced the medical council of india and uh, they released these guidelines uh, very soon after the lockdown nationwide lockdown was uh, announced so i am going to be talking about that some of us uh, who have been following uh, telehealth and telemedicine guidelines from time to time in india have been very surprised by the sudden opening up of this gateway by our uh, medical council anybody who is uh, interested in doing telemedicine in india can of course go to the ministry of uh, health website or the medical council of india website and get the guidelines which were released on i think march 25th or 26th whatever there's a big pdf document with a long list of what you can do and what you cannot do all that okay uh, so we are going to be talking about the implications of these new regulations okay starting now i'm going to format this as a question answer session we had a discussion among friends among similar minded medical doctor friends who had doubts about these kind of uh, telemedicine guidelines and how we can follow them and what all are allowed and what is not allowed all this so we came up with a set of question and an answers so i'll post the questions and the answers okay okay now we'll go for the first question the first question is during this ongoing uh, covid epidemic and uh, nationwide lockdown many doctors are uh, doing teleconsultations or telemedicine consultations is that legal the answer is the medical council of india or the board of governors which has superseded the medical council of india has approved and have given specific guidelines for practicing this type of telemedicine okay the next obvious question is what are the modes of telemedicine that are allowed okay so uh, the medical council in their guidelines have said that phone calls email text messaging whatsapp and any other similar platform like whatsapp like telegram or whatever is the social media platform that you exchange information in are all legal even video calling is legal okay with different levels of permission granted by the patient to the doctor for all of these that should be understood very clearly that the patient and the doctor both agree that this is the level of communication that they want to engage in 
now the next question comes what is the level of uh, interaction that is allowed between uh, patients and doctors okay what are the different ways that telecommunication can work this is the question that our uh, medical council of india has agreed upon first a patient can talk to any registered medical practitioner who is registered in the medical council of india that actually means that that medical practitioner has to prove to the patient who has initiated the contact that they are a, a legally valid or a medical council uh, approved valid doctor who can give them their treatment okay so it should be a medical council registered doctor fine that's the baseline then the next level is a doctor can give advice to a caregiver who is taking care of a patient let's assume that's a patient who cannot in good health communicate with the doctor through some telecommunication media so some caregiver is giving uh, care to them and they are interpreting the care that the doctor uh, advises to their patient so what is this level of care giving according to what i understand of the medical council guidelines it seems that uh, the caregiver should be of a certain level of uh, competence which the doctor who is giving advice believes that they are competent to uh, deliver so if it's a staff nurse a registered staff nurse and they can prove that there are registered staff nurse good enough the doctor will say you are you you can do this and you can do this but it absolutely depends upon that doctor depending on what he believes is true of what the caregiver is able to give right so the onus is on the doctor okay the next level is a doctor to doctor consultation basically it's be, uh, it just says that one doctor has to talk to another doctor or a specialist well, like say I, i'm a family physician i want to talk to a cardiologist or an endocrinologist or a gastroenterologist about my patient's problems it is me the qualified first primary doctor who is handling the doctor who is transferring data to another specialist and then giving their advice through me to my patient so the onus is still on me the primary doctor okay okay now that we have uh, ensured who can give telemedicine uh, advice and who can receive what are the rules and regulations which are uh, 
governing this now it is very clear that all the every existing uh, medical council of india and uh, clinical establishment act rules apply to telemedicine also you have to have proper uh, documentation of all your uh, interactions with your patients now uh, this is a little unclear about how telemedicine interactions are going to be recorded but the government in their uh, guidelines which they released in late march have said that you have to have call records video records of all interactions that you have with your patients so these are all the things that you have to look up in the government regulations and keep up with okay uh, uh, these are all questions that are ambiguous right now and any ambiguity in these kind of patient doctor interaction can be exploited by any lawyer in a medical legal situation you have to understand that let me just uh, digress for a moment now there was a lot of uh, resistance to not just telemedicine uh, telemedicine was never a thing in india before this but uh, there was a lot of resistance from op medical practitioners and even big hospitals with uh, huge uh, op loads about how to digitize their primary care or their first contact with patients and basically the thing that uh, kept our outpatient basic primary care clinic doctors and outpatient departments in large hospitals from adapting to some kind of electronic health records where their patients can be registered and their uh, symptoms recorded and the treatment recorded and their prescriptions recorded all this was that they were afraid of data theft now this data theft idea basically developed from the kind of uh, health information technology that was propagated in india over the last few years there were a few uh, big companies i will not name any of them but you know all that i am talking about who basically did certain things that was registered patients into their system assigned doctors to them and then made sure that everything was recorded digitally and then shared with who knows who and later on our doctors found out that they are graded in certain systems where those doctors who got free service were discarded and who got paid service were pushed up in their ratings the search engines preferred certain persons or certain services everything so i don't have to name anybody 
you know what i'm talking about so this is the truth that is available till a few months ago now uh, these are services which had access to your patient data basically based on very small data points like your patient's email address or your patient's mobile numbers now with just that level of small data they were able to manipulate your practice or manipulate the practices of those that they favored now what are you doing right now when a pharma company or somebody comes and tells you that this is a free service that we are offering you for telemedicine you are giving everything from your patient's demographic data name age sex their address their contact numbers their contact details everything their present diagnosis their pre- current uh, prescription the investigations that you are asked for the investigations that you are asking for for the next visit your next review date everything every data is being uploaded to some site which you have no control over now how they are going to use that data is absolutely not up to you please read the small print and the contract or the terms of service that you signed or you didn't sign you didn't read and sign you just clicked a box and said okay that is what this means they own the data they can do whatever they want with it do you want this this is the kind of awareness that we want to raise in all our indian doctors just don't do- jump into something called telemedicine just because somebody is offering you a service for connecting to your patients in a time of need please look at what they are offering what are the kinds of uh, terms and conditions that they are offering everything and then decide okay okay my friends i and i thought that this could be finished within 10 minutes but it has uh, crossed uh, 14 minutes and it's almost 15 so i'll stop now if you have any questions about uh, this particular episode about uh, telemedicine please feel free to contact me in twitter at uh, scanman s c a n m a n that's my twitter handle or at vijay sadasivam s a d a s i v a m vijay sadasivam at gmail.com okay thank you all bye see you till the next time